Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Congratulations to the Colorado Avalanche. A busy month of July looms as free agency approaches and filling the void with Nick Backstrom and Tom Wilson unavailable. Hello, everybody. It is a July 4th weekend here in the nation's capital. Welcome to a special summer edition of Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. Coming to you on location today from downtown Bethesda, where we are chatting with Ben Raby. And Ben, first of all, good lunch recommendation. You gave me a few, you gave me a few places to choose from and all but one of them managed to get through a health report okay. So I appreciate that, but a very nice quiet spot you found for us here. Quiet spot being the key there, John. Good to be back. We'll see if we remember how to do this for our listeners out there. We went for lunch, lunchtime. We may have been the only people in the establishment. We, we're, we're here to talk about it. We're here to talk some hockey. We had a good lunch. We were given lots of attention. We were the only customers in the entire place. That's usually not a good sign, by the way, but it worked out okay. And we sit here and decide to do a little hockey show. If you happen to be stumbling by here in downtown Bethesda, sorry in advance. We have a Stanley Cup champion, Ben. Congrats to Colorado. It never really seemed to be in doubt, even though the Lightning showed themselves to be worthy of a third straight chance of the Cup. Former capital Andre Burakovsky is a Stanley Cup winner for a second time. Very little doubt the Avalanche were the league's best team this season. A very worthy champion. Very worthy champion and a very entertaining Cup Final, a very entertaining Stanley Cup playoffs in general. I thought the Cup Final, John, was terrific between Colorado and Tampa Bay. Had a feeling as the series went along, even as the Lightning fought their way back in, it was ultimately Colorado's to, to ultimately come away with. But just really well done for a team that, not unlike the Capitals, had been through some rough postseason some premature exits you know not over as long a period as the capitals but certainly the previous few years they had been knocking on the door colorado so good on them to get it done and regarding andre it's funny john thinking back to breakdown day in these parts a lot of andre's former teammates here in washington unsolicited referenced i'm gonna keep tabs on andre he was a popular guy here in washington from tom wilson and nikki baxman and john carlson i think there were a lot of guys in the caps room who were happy that Andre could pick up ring number two, so good for him. So here we are heading into the July 4th weekend. You've got the draft coming up and free agency to follow. And back here at home, lots of news to discuss otherwise. Nick Backstrom had his left hip resurfaced back on June 17th in Belgium. The team has stated only that his recovery will be a lengthy one. His intention is to continue playing, but we can't say that's a lot given the seriousness of the procedure. Best case scenario, it's going to be a long time before we see number 19 back on the ice. So as we get to the start of free agency coming up in a little bit more than a week's time, it is certainly possible the Caps are going to be active in trying to secure a center for the top six. If Backstrom goes to LTIR for the year, Ben, that's $9.2 million the team can use to other places. And in the coming days now, as the season of the playoffs is over and the business of hockey starts to take over here, we're going to know what Brian McClellan's thinking here pretty soon. 
Yeah, a lot of moving parts here. And first off, we hope for the best in the recovery for Nick Backstrom, as the team noted. A lengthy rehab here. They didn't even give a time frame, which certainly is an indication that this will be a long way out before we potentially see Nicky again. So here's hoping for the best for him. And regarding the moving parts and the options, the Capitals have a lot of options. One being, do they go the free agency route? Do they acquire a top six center via free agency, maybe via trade? Is it a big opportunity maybe for Connor McMichael to see increased playing time? Is he ready for a top six role? There's certainly an appetite to have him play more center. Is he ready, though, just yet for those big minutes that a top six role would present? And then at the same time, John, I think it's worth noting that thinking back just the spring, there was some thought that maybe Lars Eller was potentially expendable just to unload some salary. Well, all of a sudden... There's certainly an appetite to have him potentially in the fold to fill the void and to see minutes as well. So some moving parts there, but be it McMichael, be it Eller, be it an outside acquisition, certainly be interesting to see how it all plays out over the next few weeks. More uncertainty in the top six in regards to moving parts. Tom Wilson, since we chatted with you last, out for up to eight months after surgery to reconstruct his left ACL in his knee. The Caps going to have to navigate the first half of next season without his valuable services. And man, he's pretty much a unicorn in the NHL. It's impossible to replace him with just one guy, but perhaps his free agency ramps up. Maybe the Caps try and find someone to help out the cause. Maybe a little bit of ruggedness, a little toughness, perhaps uh, truculence, as they say. We'll see if there is an appetite for bringing somebody in to help out in that role. Yeah, and just so difficult to replace everything that Tom Wilson brings from the 20-goal potential to the power play to the penalty kill being used in all game situations and then of course the intangibles the physicality and the ability to bring his teammates into the fight I, I will say you know and we're not privy to any inside information here but you know Elliot Friedman had the report linking the Capitals potentially to Vancouver's JT Miller He's a pain in the butt to play against. He could play down the middle. He could play on the wing. He also brings some physicality, sometimes plays above his weight class, if you will. He has one year remaining on his contract, and they have decisions to make in Vancouver. A lot of teams would be lining up for JT Miller if he is, in fact, available. But I think he's somebody who would certainly be attractive, not only to the Capitals, but to several teams around the league, of course, but certainly a guy who checks some of those boxes between Nicky and Tom Wilson that they're going to be potentially looking to uh, help fill the void. It would not be an addition of the show if we did not talk about goaltending. As we said in this space right after the season, it sounds likely that one of either Ilya Samsonov or Vitek Vanacek will return this season. It is tough to imagine after the struggles they both had at times last year that they both would be back. The search for a veteran goaltender would likely come the trade route. And again, this could be in the coming days because there are free agent options out there, but there's not many. Vili Husso probably will be a rich man when this is over. The Blues, no, they're not going to bring him back because they've got Jordan Bennington. They're going to let him walk and be a UFA late 20s going to be a lot of suitors for that but beyond that it's tough to go out and get someone you're going to vastly overpay you're going to have to go with probably more term than you want which would suggest the trade route is where you want to go and with the draft coming up you got to figure that if there is a move to be made perhaps Brian McClellan's trying to find it right now 
Yeah, and I will say uh, regarding Brian McClellan, not afraid to make the trades over the years. Free agency is one thing, but whether it was the TJ acquisition in 2015, Lars Eller in a draft day deal in 2016, the trade deadline deals are well chronicled. But even in the offseason, McClellan has certainly not shied away from making the trade. And if the goaltending free agency market is a little thin or top-heavy, if you prefer, and having to overspend, there could be options via trade. There were some reports that John Gibson out of Anaheim, he's got term left on his deal, so you got to be careful there. But with term and north of $6 million, maybe he's available. Jonathan Quick, maybe the fact he only has one year left on his deal, maybe that's more attractive. They have Cal Peterson in Los Angeles. Maybe they look to unload a Jonathan Quick. They're looking to free up cap space as they look to load up in free agency. So those are two options. Again, you know, a veteran in Quick, somebody more in his prime in, in John Gibson. Just throwing out names as far as goaltenders who could be available via trade who have been linked to trade situations but you're right I don't see them they're not going to bring back the two I don't think that they're going to run it back as far as Samsonov and Vanacek two seasons we've been through it you see maybe one of them returns and either again is the 1B as the backup and you hope that they uh, continue to progress within the organization that drafted and developed each of them. So outside Washington, free agency going to be very interesting to watch coming up here in the days ahead. One deal already done. Former Minnesota forward Kevin Fiala going to Los Angeles. He gets the wild out of cap jail. Where does Johnny Goudreau end up? How about Evgeny Malkin? Maybe Chris Letang going to be watching what Pittsburgh does in the coming days. Do they resign? Can they resign? Probably not both. Nazem Kadri in Colorado, Stanley Cup champ. Caps are looking for a 2C. There's got to be some interest there. But again, Ben, the problem with free agency for every team is you're going to overpay. It's by definition how you get these guys to come in here. So extended term, extended money. You can do it for one guy, but you can't really do it for a whole lot else. No team can. So you've got to pick carefully if you're Washington or any other team with some of these guys that are available. And oh, by the way, Claude Giroux, Philip Forsberg, Andrew Kopp in New York is looking for a deal. There are a lot of names out there that are going to be interesting to teams here as we get started. Yeah, a lot of big names. And you look at the goaltending market as well. We referenced it's, it's thin. Maybe it's top heavy. I'm curious to see what happens with Jack Campbell out of Toronto. You know, was really good at times, less good at other times. But that's a team, too, in the Maple Leafs. You know, they have to address their goaltending. We talk about teams needing to address goaltending. Darcy Kemper's a free agent as well, fresh off the cup win in Colorado. So I'm interested to really see how the goaltending market plays out, not only with the Capitals, but with several other contenders, Toronto being one of them, to see what they do with the goaltending. And thinking back to what you were talking about earlier, what we were talking about earlier with the potential for a trade with the goaltender, I'm not linking him to Washington necessarily, but let's see what Florida does. If there's an appetite to unload Sergei Bobrovsky, do they feel Spencer Knight's ready to, to take the load long term. So it'll be interesting to see uh, around the league the musical pieces, the musical chairs with the with the goaltending position. As well. And while we're talking about it, Florida making a change in head coach after beating the Capitals in round one, barely got by Washington, got blown away in round two by Tampa Bay. They elect to bring in Paul Maurice. So they obviously know it is win now there, and they've got decisions. Yeah, there's uh, an urgency there. You could tell they're, they're starting to try to get over the hump, and they've had some playoff appearances now, a president's trophy, looking to make uh, an elusive deep run there down in uh, South Florida. And funny isn't the right word, John, but thinking back to Andrew Burnett a few weeks ago, there were a lot of folks who suggested they did him wrong to make Andrew Burnett wait that long into the offseason before informing him of his fate, that he wouldn't be coming back. And then you look at what happened in San Jose, a team that missed the playoffs, 
and a week before the draft, unloading head coach Bob Bugner and the entire coaching staff. Just some, some oddities in terms of how some coaching decisions were made. It's a business at the end of the day, but there's some business etiquette, one would think, that should be recognized along the way as well. I totally agree with you there. Finally today, congrats to New Capitals video coordinator Emily Engel-Natsky, the first woman to be hired by an NHL team full-time on the coaching staff in league history. She comes to D.C. from Hershey, where she was the video coach for the Bears for the last two seasons. She's going to be working alongside Brett Leanhart on the coaching staff. So congratulations to her breaking down barriers and trailblazing right here in D.C. And, Ben, we've got a game to call this month. Friday, July 15th, you and I are going to be on the call, the Caps Development Camp scrimmage. This time it's going to be at Capital One Arena, unlike in years past when it was played in Boston. 7 o'clock game. If you can't be there in person, we will have the call and the video to Monumental Sports Network. going to be good to see the future Caps on display in the middle of the summer. And we're going to do it in the big building, which should be fun. Looking forward to that. And, yeah, free and open to the public for folks looking for a taste of hockey in the middle of July. Should be good to see some of the prospects. And looking forward to being on the call with you as well online and on Caps Radio 24-7 as well. It'll be very cold in there and in the middle of July in this town. That's always a good thing. This will be the first time we've ever done a show outside. It's the first time. Thanks for having us, Bethesda. This was a lot of fun. Here we are, yes, ushering in the 4th of July weekend. Happy Canada Day to those who observe, and I hope that lunch sits well with you, John. Appreciate it. Yeah, let's try and find a restaurant with more people in it next time, buddy. Continue to have a great summer, Ben. Happy summer. Happy weekend, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.